FutureWork 65. Google's ChatGPT killer Gemini is live. But is it fake? And should you use it? After being pressured to deliver a ChatGPT alternative, Google presented Gemini, its OpenAI competitor, last week. In the launch video, Google CEO Sundar Pichai explains that Google's AI product is a logical extension of the company's mission to make the world's information accessible, especially as that information has gotten larger and more complex than ever. We always viewed our mission as a timeless mission. It's to organize the world's information and make it universally accessible and useful. But as information has grown in scale and complexity, the problem has gotten harder. So we always knew we needed to have a deeper breakthrough to make progress. What makes Google Gemini different from OpenAI's ChatGPT? The two key differences that Google highlighted in its launch of Gemini are one, multimodal, and two, reasoning. So let's dive into that. One, multimodal refers to how Google has built Gemini from the ground up to process text, video, voice, and code. In ChatGPT, that's something that came later into the model. As Oriol Vinales, the VP of research at Google DeepMind said, Traditionally, multimodal models are created by stitching together text-only, vision-only, and audio-only models in a suboptimal way at a secondary stage. Gemini is the multimodal from the ground up so it can seamlessly have a conversation across modalities and give you the best possible response. The second difference with ChatGPT is reasoning. Reasoning means that Google believes that Gemini is better at thinking than ChatGPT, logically processing inputs and outputs. As Demis Hassabis, the CEO and co-founder of Google DeepMind explains, Combining multimodal with reasoning means that Gemini is more intuitively smart. Gemini is our largest and most capable model. It means that Gemini can understand the world around us in the way that we do uh, and absorb any type of input and output. So not just text like most models, but also code, audio, image and video. Like a detective looking for cues at mass scale, the combination of these benefits mean Gemini is good at finding important stuff in large data sets no matter what the modality, text, visuals, voice, or code. Three flavors of Gemini. Fun fact, Gemini, the Latin word for twins, came about because Google had different teams working on language modeling. According to chief scientist Jeff Dean, Google felt that it was time for them to start working together, and that resulted in Gemini. As Jeff shared on Twitter, the twins are the folks in the legacy brain team and the legacy DeepMind team that started to work together on the ambitious multimodal product we call Gemini. Jeff also added that Gemini was also the NASA project that was the bridge to the moon between the Mercury and Apollo programs. Gemini, Google's largest and most capable AI model, comes in three flavors. Gemini Ultra. Gemini Ultra is the largest and most capable model that Google has yet built for highly complex tasks. Most reporting about Google's Gemini versus OpenAI's ChatGPT focuses on Ultra. It's very important though to know that this version of Gemini, used in all the demos I'll talk about below, is not live yet. Google is still finalizing testing, including safety tests, ahead of a rollout sometime next year. 
This also means that it's possible that by the time that Gemini Ultra actually launches, GPT-5 will already be out and that comparisons made this week will hold no ground. Okay, the second flavor of Gemini is Gemini Pro. This is a less powerful but more economically sensible version of Gemini. It will be available in Google's GPT, BART, and it's best compared to GPT 3.5, which powers the free version of ChatGPT. And then there's Gemini Nano, an efficient model for on-device tasks. This model will be used on Pixel phones, allowing you to summarize recordings and having smart reply in Gboard, starting with WhatsApp. Google also shared that in the coming months, these three versions of Gemini will be available in more products and services like Search, Ads, Chrome, and Duet AI. So what does Google Gemini do? So Google shared a couple of use cases for which it thinks the model will be particularly useful. The first one is analyzing large data sets. Two Google researchers showcased this when scientists looked through tens of thousands of records to find the most relevant information. Based on a prompt to Gemini, the model could distinguish between studies relevant to the query and those that weren't, something that otherwise would have taken a long and painstaking process by a human. Another prompt then made Gemini review the data in the paper and extract it in a universal format. As software engineer Taylor Applebaum concludes, over a lunch break, Gemini read 200,000 papers, filtered it down to 250, extracted the data and even updated a graph in real time. This kind of AI-powered research is exactly why AI can be such a powerful driver of scientific breakthroughs. The amount of data that can now be analyzed at these speeds make it so that scientists can get to breakthroughs faster. As one biotech student commented, Last year I wrote a paper about functional food and its possible effect on gut microbiota. Literature scanning is always an extensive endeavor in genetics. We hit dead ends, we found irrelevant information and tiredness caught up with us. Gemini would not only have been a time saver, but it could also enable scientists to pull incredible feats in a heartbeat. Combine this data and insights capability with AI's ability to generate limitless scenarios of synthetical test data, and it's easy to see how these developments will usher in an era where medicine is created, not invented with a simple prompt. Explaining reasoning and math and physics. The second example that Google showed is a homework assignment review. So if you're a parent and ever needed to help your kids with homework, Google has really good news for you. In a demo, Google Sam Chung shows how Gemini can read a handwritten piece of homework, analyze the answers and explain where and how the student went wrong. It can then explain the concepts that need more clarification. And AI can do so in any phrasing that's most helpful and relevant to you. As futurist Anthony Slumber said in our previous interview, AI, for example, can clarify an economics concept through analogies an art major would understand, or any variation on this. And the third example, creating bespoke web experiences. You're currently used to typing something into Google, clicking a link, landing on a web page where information is presented in a way that the owner intended. Gemini spins this into something much more bespoke. Interacting with one of its experiments, a search query can become a highly personalized web experience tailored to the user. In the example that Google showed, starting from the problem statement of needing to organize a birthday party, Gemini creates a custom interface that guides the user to the final information, all in a highly engaging and interactive way. 
With this, Google's approach seems to cater to a more day-to-day -day AI user with a friendly and colorful user interface rather than the pretty technical-looking ChatGPT. Benchmark scores and fake demo controversy. One of the things that Google seemingly couldn't emphasize enough is that Gemini Ultra beats ChatGPT in several benchmarks. These benchmarks are like standardized tests that allow us to compare AI models head to head. But some criticism quickly emerged. Researchers pointed out that Google is comparing a model that has not been released with ChatGPT4, which is over a year old and has been publicly available since March 23. As the AI Advantage hilariously summarizes, But hey, let me just briefly say we're comparing a 2024 model with a 2023 model with GPT-4. So it's not exactly apples to apples. Just wait for OpenAI to make their move with GPT-5 and then we will return to this comparison, right? But as of now, Google is winning the announcement game, whereas GPT-4 is winning the usable product game. Additionally, the benchmarks compare Gemini to GPT-4 in ways that are not apples to apples. For one, the version of GPT-4 that they have used is through APIs, not directly from the model. Secondly, Gemini was tested with a different methodology than GPT-4, optimizing it for better quality outputs. As Philip Smith, the text lead at AI community Hugging Face says, never trust marketing content. But a much bigger controversy broke out mere days after the Gemini announcement when it came out that the most impressive demo wasn't real. A video where squiggly lines progressively turn into a duck and where Gemini seems to be guessing along the way, together with other games, did not happen as such. While in the demo it looks like there's a two-way conversation between the user and Gemini, in reality, Gemini responded to still images of the original video alongside some text prompts. A very different experience than what was shown. Fake demos, manipulated benchmarks, and announced yet not released models aside, Google is now in the arena with its Gemini model, at least being on par with JetGPT 3.5. Once the model does launch, it will be another great tool to have in your toolkit as a future forward leader. The applications in data analysis, problem solving, and interactive content interfaces that Google demonstrated will all be valuable for us to work smarter and not harder. To stay ahead, start by trying the new BART with image inputs and be first in line to pilot Ultra once it arrives. Until then, have a great remainder of your week. I will be out for the last two weeks of this year and see you back in January. Happy holidays and a happy new year.